to episode 21 of the Paul Norton podcast. So today's episode is a solo episode and today is a big topic for me as I dive into the relationship between the weighing scales. Now this is something that I see so much lately is everyone is basing their self-worth on what the weighing scale says and this is detrimental to your mental health because as a female your cycle is going to play such a big part in what the weight does your weight is going to fluctuate and unfortunately you cannot control what the weighing scale says but i hope you enjoy this podcast and take care fitness for me is improving confidence motivation self-worth sleep stress and sex six main pillars of fitness and i think it's important that we always come back to them six main pillars because you know my mum struggled with her weight loss journey so much it was hard to watch and I want to just point out that weight loss now that was 10 years ago now when she was in her stimming clubs and stimming worlds and their main focus was weight what the weighing scale says and I can't believe you know 10 years later there's still the same nonsense and bullshit going on in the fitness industry. Every female that I speak to has the same problem. It's all been about how their mental health is being damaged from what these slimming clubs are doing. Weighing you every single week and if you don't lose weight, you get deducted a point. That is absolutely crazy. But I think in society as humans, we're all fixed on what the numbers says and for me it's it's when i first started doing this i was the exact same you know i want to have ten thousand followers i want to have fifteen thousand followers that guy's got thirty thousand followers i want to get the same amount of followers you've got guys in the corporate world you know how many clients to have you've got people how much money you have and this whole thing of you know, if you have a hundred thousand followers, you want to be happy. If you have a hundred thousand dollars, you want to be happy. If you lose a hundred kg, you want to be happy. Why are we so fixed on what the number says? Why are we so driven on numbers? If we look back at our grandparents' age, my granny is a great example. I chat to my granny every single week without fail. It's 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 comical. Although half the time, I get her nose because she has the camera so close to her face, but. I love just chatting to her and I love chatting about her childhood and how it was so differently. And it's amazing, like back then, life was so simple. There was none of this nonsense about the weighing scales. There was none of this nonsense about having fitness size two dress or size four dress or all this stuff. There was no nonsense of, oh, I can't go there. I need to have a hundred grand or I need to have a hundred thousand followers or I need to get a thousand likes in the photograph to be happy. Back then it was simple, you know, you had your family, your friend, you done the basics. You ate the right food, you done your daily walks, and you felt good in yourself. But nowadays, we've got so much choices, so much stuff around us. You've got fat loss pills, herbal teas, slimming worlds, slimming clubs, weight watchers, all this, this stuff. And again, I'll say it proudly, they're complete bullshit. I see my mum go through this and it's nonsense. 
But this week has been a bit of a tough week because I've been chatting to a lot of people through my socials. And a lot of people are so fixed on wanting to lose 15 kg and 20 kg. And I always ask this question, what results do you have to get from me to be happy? And 95% of the answers come back is, Paul, if you can help me lose 20 kg, 15 kg, 10 kg, or I just want to lose 10 kg, I just want to lose 15 kg, then Paul, I'm going to be so happy. But how can you know that's true though? This is because everything in social media and fitness has you thinking that you have to be a certain way to be happy. When you go into the shop to buy a dress or a skirt, you know, the price tags aren't going to say 70 kg, 80 kg, 90 kg, 100 kg. Imagine that. You'd be disgusted. You'd be horrified. You'd probably make a complaint and you'd never be in that shop again. But yet, when we're at home staring at the scales, we do the same thing. We feel like we have to be a certain number to be happy. That's not how it is. For a female, you already have such a hard time with your menstrual cycle, with perimenopause, with going through menopause, whether you've got PCOS, whether you've got thyroid issues. There's so much that females go through as it is without this added pressure of what the weighing scale says. And again, this comes down to probably males because as a male, our genetics, you know, are built so we don't really change. Meaning that every week we're pretty stable. Yes, we might have a rise in testosterone, but it's not really going to affect our weight loss. As a male, we can stick to a calorie deficit, do some resistance training, and we will consistently see the number on the scales drop. We will. But as I says to someone today, this is only last night, I had three burgers, which were six buns, Weighed myself this morning for my coach, and I was 3 kg, 3.4 kg heavier. Weighed myself five hours later, and what do you know? I dropped 3.5 kg, 4 kg. Magic. Not really. You know, that's what I mean. You can't control what the weight says. You'll ever know as you go to the pub or the bar before lockdown happened, when you have a beer or a couple of beers, weigh yourself the next day, you're gonna be a few kg up. If you are consuming, now let's just make one thing clear, carbohydrates are not bad. Carbohydrates are an essential fuel for your body. They're an essential fuel for your brain for starters. So never ever go near any of these diets that say you can't have carbohydrates. Again, bullshit. But if you do have a lot of carbohydrates, you will hold a lot more water retention. Carbohydrates do that. So last night for me, I had a lot of bread, a lot of carbohydrates, and I was holding a lot of water retention. So for every gram of carbohydrate you consume, you will hold roughly three to four kg of water. That's not bad. It's just, it is what it is. But don't try to change it. Don't try to cut out carbs for the sake of what the scale says. If you want to have a good relationship in the gym, get stronger, get fitter, you need carbohydrates for fuel. It's essential. But again, as I always say, there's no perfect diet. 
the diet that's perfect is a diet that's going to work for you so if that diet for you is whether it be keto paleo whatever it is that's fine it is what it is but we need to stop this first of all we need to stop dissing foods and we need to stop looking at the scales as a way to feel better because if you were to as i said with the lotto if you were to wish that you were going to um win the lot you're going to be miserable imagine if you wake up every single day hoping that you're going to win the lot i'm going to win the lot today can't wait i'm going to be so happy guess what you're not going to win the lot you're going to be wishing that you're for this magic million dollar or million euro number but when you get a million euro what happens then like what, what's going to change yeah you're going to have a lot more friends but they're not going to be real friends if someone gives me a million dollars a morning i would not change one thing I will still sit in my beanbag. I will still have my $10 tripod that I bought in some pound shop in Sydney when I got stuck here last year. I'd still have the socks with the holes in them. I'd still be me. If I gain 10kg in the morning, it's not going to change anything. If I lose 10kg, it's not going to change anything. I'm still going to be me. We can't base happiness on what a number says. So, especially as a female, this whole concept of I've only lost a kg this week, I've only lost two kg, I've only lost 500 grams, I've only lost 300 grams. I tell all my clients that I don't really care what the scale says. If you are having a bad time with the scales, you have to realize that the scale is only a tool, just like a spare wheel of your car. You know, your car's got four brand new Michelin tires. The tires are perfect. So, Let's say you go for 100k, 100k drive. Why would you need to change the tires? The tires are fine. But that's all what the weight is doing. We're doing our best every single week. We're getting to our destination slowly but surely. And then we're stopping every 100k. And we're saying, oh, I should change my tires. But you shouldn't though. To take your time. As you go longer, let's say you do 200k, 300k, 400k. Let's say you do 10,000k. You know, then you might see the wire coming out with your tires then you might be like ah yes i should change my tire same as pro, pro uh, progress pictures bit of a tongue twister there very same as progress pictures that's going to be the wire in your tire you know because if you were to stop every 100k imagine if you were doing 10,000k in a brand new car with brand new tires and you stop every 100k to check the tires and you know change put the spare wheel on nonsense you'd be so down Whereas if you just keep on going, every couple of hundred K, check the tread and the tires. Yeah, it's okay, keep on going. Keep on going, keep on going. And eventually, you'll adjust a few things. So rather than focus on what the scales are saying, just take your pictures. Every single week you see changes. Fat loss is not a quick game. It's not easy. Getting a job promotion is not easy. You have to work hard for it. Doing all the small things is not easy. You have to work for it. So we have to get out of this concept of things come easy. Weight loss and fat loss is not easy. Especially fat loss. Fat loss. No matter what people tell you about fat loss being easy, it's not easy. Once you have the right tools, once you have the right people helping you, with the right coaches, someone that supports you, someone that understands what you've gone through, someone that understands your pain, then your fat loss journey will be easier but there is going to be bad days and good days but 
rather than having a bad day and a good day, how about we do this? Let's say you have a bad day. Let's change the language. A bad day is a learning day, right? A good day, well, let's change the language. A good day is an improving day. What that means is that you're neutral. When you have a bad day, it's a learning day. When you have a good day, what can you improve on? You see, we get so focused on all the good stuff. And I have this saying that I absolutely love, and it comes from my mentor, Paul Mort. And it is, what you focus on will grow. I'll say that again. What you focus on will grow. So if you're focusing on all the negative stuff, all the negative feedback, what's going to grow? The negative feedback. If I get hit by a bus in the morning, I decide what my mood is. I can be an ass and I can make everyone's life some misery and focus on, oh, I got hit by a car and my life is, is not good. Or I can focus on the good stuff. We all get so worked on focusing on you know, what's not working rather than what is working. And, you know, I'm guilty of it and probably so are you. You know, we look at what's what's not working. You know, the gyms are closed and this happened and I can't do this and I can't do that. But then we don't look at what is working. Imagine if we were to change our energy and rather than putting all our energy into what's not working, put the energy into what is working. What is working? I'm getting 10,000 steps a day. I'm getting three liters of water. I'm getting six, seven hours sleep. My sex life's improved. I'm having amazing sex with my husband. I'm having amazing sex with my partner. You know, you're feeling more confident. The dress is feeling looser. Rather than focus on the dress a little bit tight, focus on the dress is actually getting looser. Rather than focus on I, I only got six hours sleep, focus on I actually got six hours great sleep. Last week I got five hours. It's all about perspective, percep perception, perception perception how we view things so the biggest thing is that realizing how far you've actually come and this all ties back to the same principle with the weight loss we should be striving for improving our life every single day being a better version of ourselves making them small steps when a baby falls what happens a baby will fall he'll fall in his arse he'll chuckle he'll laugh he'll cry but he'll do it again and again and again and again he doesn't sit there and say oh, yeah, I, I can't get up I'm just going to sit here and going to sulk if he was to focus on what he couldn't do if he was to focus on falling every time he's never going to walk he'll get back up and he'll do it again and again and again and then he will succeed but as we get older, things just tend to change. We kind of, we tend to forget the basics. The basics are so simple. When it comes to sleep, again, sleep's a big topic and it ties into the weight loss. Sleep is huge. As people, I've been guilty as well, going to bed at 11 o'clock at night time, being on my phone, waking up at, you know, five o'clock, late for work, dragging my feet, just hating life. It's horrible. It's not a nice feeling. The biggest thing for me is alarm clocks now imagine if you have a newborn baby and you only give that baby six hours sleep imagine you set, set an alarm every day for six hours sleep. you wouldn't do it you know you wouldn't do it but as humans and as people why do we 
put ourselves through the same thing. Why do we go to bed late at 11, 12 o'clock at night time? Why do we try function on five hours sleep and then have a bloody alarm clock waking us up at five o'clock in the morning? Why do we do it to ourselves? It's not, it's not how we're meant to be. Our body doesn't deserve that treatment, but yet we still do it. These are all the basic stuff that we need to do before we start looking at any fat loss journey. The biggest thing you can do today, and if this podcast is helping you in some shape or form, is getting the scales, find the nearest window, and just hoping it goes as far as possible and breaks into as much pieces as possible, because then you'll be happy. You have to understand that the weighing scales is only used as a measurement. It's only a spare wheel in the car. If you can't get the grips with what the scale says, and if you can't get the grips that the scales is going to go up and down every single week, then please, please, please throw the scales away. I will personally come to your house if you're living in Sydney, probably not back home because no planes flying, and I will personally take your scales from your house if you need me to. Because I would much rather do that than have you worrying every single week what the weighing scale says. It's crazy. Just take pictures. They're the best way to get any results. If you follow me on social media, Paul Norton Fitness, bit of a plug for you, um, you will see all my transformations, mainly my females, clients, their weight doesn't really change. Very rarely changes. When I do my 28-day body confidence challenges, Yes, people will lose three and four, and even some have lost six kg in four weeks. But the thing to understand is it's only water weight. Anyone that starts off a fitness journey, regardless who they are, will always lose a couple of kg and then it slows down. It's the way it is. It has to. You cannot lose a kg, two kg every single week. Because if you did, it'd be so much easier. When you lose large pieces of weight, it's generally because you're new to it. Every one-on-one client I take on online, for the first few weeks, they will lose a kg and two kg. I had a girl today who lost two kg last week and she lost 1.5 kg this week. And that girl texts me and she says, Paul, I've only lost 1.5 kg. So, after seeing this text then, I got onto my WhatsApp straight away and I sent her a voice note. And the voice note wasn't harsh, but it was, I just asked her to delete that message and send it back to me in a different language. What I mean by that is, don't be saying you only lost 101.5 grams. Imagine if someone comes to you in the street and gave you $100 and you says, is that it? You've only given me $100 for free. You'd be not, you, you wouldn't do it, it's madness. So why then do we look at when we make these small wins, put a label on it as if to say, I've only lost 200 grams, I've only lost 500 grams. Because that's not what it's about, it's about the other wins. So I'm really big with my clients and anyone is that, don't be saying you've only lost 100 grams. You should be saying, wow, I've lost 100 grams, that's amazing, that's amazing. Again, 
you, you can't control what the scale says. And I'm really big on my clients and anyone that works with me is always looking at our wins, our weekly wins. And at the very end of our weekly wins, then we might have weight loss or we might have maintenance or weight gain, whatever it's going to be. As a female, your weight's going to go up regardless. You could hold 4kg of water retention on your luteal phase. I've had one client who has held about 5kg of water. That's a lot of water. 5kg is a lot. Two days later, down 5kg. And that's what happens with a female's body when it comes to her menstrual cycle. So we can't really start judging our weights and our results by what the weighing scale says. I know I mixed it up there, but we'll move on. If you can be true to yourself and just do the best you can, we're all going to have hiccups and mess ups. It's like this podcast. I don't try bluff over what I say. I don't try cover what I do. If I make mistakes in the podcast, I make mistakes. So much people out there are trying for perfection. They're trying to do their absolutely best. They won't put out content unless it's polished. They won't do podcasts unless it's 100%. They have podcasts and there's no mistakes in it. I love mistakes. I love having mistakes because guess what? It makes me real. It makes me natural. It makes me relatable. Next time, I'll get better. But again, when it comes to fitness, we're always trying to have the polished result. We're trying for this big, massive goal. You know, I have to lose 10 kg. Have to lose 15 kg. Have to lose 10 kg. No, you don't. You have to just do the best you can. You have to improve your sleep. You have to work on a good step count. You have to work on your nutrition. You have to work and get enough water. You have to work on feeling more confident. You have to work on feeling more motivated. You have to work on having more self-worth. Results will come. They will come, but there's no point in rushing it. Don't look for the polished result. Again, I'll come back to my podcast. I've made a few bleeps in this podcast, but I guarantee, hopefully you're smiling right now and you've got a grin in your face saying, oh, that's kind of cool. Same as you. Biggest thing that I want to do with anyone, especially females, is help them understand that they are amazing. They have so much going on in their life that social media has them on a pedestal that they have to do a certain way, you have to lose a certain amount of weight. It's nonsense. It's crazy. Some of my clients have got the best results and have actually gained weight. Again, go back to my social media, I've got a French girl, Monica, and she her weight said the exact same. Actually, she gained a kg, and her transformation was unbelievable. Sandra lost a kg with me in 18 weeks. Transformation amazing. I've had clients only three weeks ago, dropped three dress sizes, only two kg difference. Amazing. We cannot control what the scale says, and I'll say it, and I'll say it till the cows come home. You cannot control what the weighing scale says, so don't be judging your results by the weighing scales. Weighing scale is only a tool. If you've got a coach who's telling you that you have to weigh yourself every single week, and if you have a coach that is, has you restricting calories, every single week, buff them off. If you have a coach who has you on 1200 calories and you have no medical reasons to be down that low, buff them off because he's probably looking to get a really good transformation picture. You know, one of these pictures that they have their clients absolutely starving, 
so it looked like they're all shiny but that's not real it's not how it goes i have a client this week the last few weeks actually and we've increased her calories so she was at 600 calories we've now increased her food up to 2200 calories her weight is still the same but her transformation pictures are unbelievable again if she was to go by the scales she would be pretty down so when we're looking at fat loss fat loss is a slow process it's not a fast process but it's the most sustainable process we all look for these fast quick snappy results and we all feel that has to be what the scale says no it doesn't take your pictures every single week take your measurements every single week but the biggest thing will be pictures that's where you're going to see the most results very same as you check your tire do you know you check the tread on it then you're going to know whether you're going to have to change tires or not it's the very same principle no different so what is fat loss fat loss is basically the fat under your skin so whether you're walking driving don't do it if you're driving but just pinch your skin you know wherever you're holding fat let's say you pinch it on your leg pinch your skin right and just move your your thumbs your fingers just side to side and just slowly then feel the fat pushing down towards and then what you're left with then is a little bit of skin so that's what fat is so if you pinch your skin just wriggle your fingers a little bit eventually you feel the fat just kind of slipping through your fingers and then you're left with the skin so the fat is actually what is rolling through your fingers so when we look at fat loss right there's this whole concept of that paul i've gained a kg is that because i've gained the kg of muscle no it is not it's, it's the biggest question in fitness industry you know somebody will, will be lifting weights and think that they've gained the kg of muscle you haven't if you have a ton of feathers, ton of water, what do they weigh? They weigh the same. The only difference is that fat will take up more space than, uh, sorry, muscle will take up more space than fat. So they're going to weigh the same. Pound of fat and a pound of muscle, the exact same. But fat will take, or muscle will take up more space than fat. Hence why muscle eventually will be a bit heavier because it's taking up more space. So you're not going to gain a kg of muscle overnight. Build the muscle takes a long time. On average, for a general person, for a male, it's around something like 0.75 a month of muscle gain is what you'll produce if you're gymming pretty hard and your protein's high and your everything is working good. Now, that brings me to the next topic is that females lifting weights getting bulky. Again, nonsense. Now, I will say this. The last probably 10 years have seen a big increase in females lifting weights and I think it is absolutely amazing. I love CrossFit and I love, absolutely love seeing females doing CrossFit because the gym I go to, there is some strong, strong ladies in that gym and I just love females that are going in there and they're just kicking ass. They are doing heavyweights and males they are just throwing weights around there and they are owning that space and crossfit for females is growing so fast and it's amazing it's amazing to see females being able to take that stand and own it because you know as a female that everything around 
nutrition, training, weights, you know, sports, for years and years was based around males. So to see females dominating these sports is, it's amazing. And I am a big advocate of it. And I love seeing females lifting weights and getting better, getting stronger, because that's what it's all about. It's lifting weights isn't going to get you bulky because you haven't got testosterone or the hormones or the genetics to get bulky like a male. Two different scenarios. So you lifting weights in the gym is not going to get you bulky. It's going to get you toned. It's going to get you definition. When you lift weights, basically you're breaking down your muscle. So imagine if you are, imagine an Easter egg, argument's sake, you know, or an egg, let's say an egg. Let's say you're in lifting weights in the gym and let's say now you're cracking the egg. So when you're lifting weights, means you're cracking the egg. You're cracking that little egg, right? And that's okay, you go home, you have high protein, you have your carbs, you have all the right foods. What happens is then, your body is gonna burn fat because of what's going on, you're in a deficit, you've burnt more energy in the gym, all the rest, and basically that muscle then repairs. So all the protein and all the stuff and stuff from the fat is coming around through your bloodstream, and imagine then that's like liquid shell. And as it's passing through that broken egg, it's actually rebuilding that egg, but it's rebuilding it stronger and better and leaner. You go to the gym the next day, you do the same process, you break down the muscle, you chip at the egg. The egg now is broken again. Again, you have the proteins and the carbs and you rebuild the egg. The egg is now stronger again. But you gotta imagine for, let's say a male, a male is gonna fix the egg, it's gonna get bigger, it's gonna get bigger, bigger. But for a female, the egg's not gonna get really big, it's gonna get leaner. So that's the big difference is when we're looking at lifting weights, you're not gonna get bulky. Now, unless you're injecting yourself with testosterone and hormones and all these other stuff, yeah, you will get bulky, but you're not gonna get bulky lifting weights. Lifting weights is the best thing you can do. It's just so empowering being able to have the confidence to go into the gym and lift the weights. And every female I've ever coached in the gym floor, online, the feeling they get every time they get stronger is it's undescribable. It's far better than any, you know, jogging or any stuff like that. So again, lifting weights are very beneficial. But that comes, just ties me into my last topic and it's just about having confidence, having motivation. Motivation is, it's not a magic pill. Motivation is liking something. And I know when you weigh yourself every single Friday and you see the weight hasn't changed or you see the weight has gone up, you lack, you lose motivation. You lose the, you, you say, fuck it, I don't want to do it anymore. And that's fair enough, that happens. But just realize this, that the scales isn't who you are. The scales does not define who you are. I want you to look in the mirror when you go home, whether it's now, and the person looking back is who you are. It's not what the bloody scale says. It's not what Sally on the road is doing. It's not what slimming clubs are doing. You are who you are, and that's an amazing person looking back in that mirror. All you can do is do the, be the best version of yourself. So again, my advice for you, Get the scales and throw it out the window. Take pictures. 
Just do all the basic stuff and you will get amazing results. Hope this podcast was a good one because I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed just coming on here and just talking about stuff that I have noticed over the last week or that. Again, if this podcast hit you in any single way, just remember, share it in your stories, like it. Send me a DM, send me an email. I'm always here to help. I'm not going anywhere. I wake up every single day helping people all across the world. And that's not going to change. I'm still going to be here. And although you're not ready now, you might not be ready next week. But someday you will be ready. And I just want you to be ready. Think of Paul Norton. Think of that Carla man just speaking waffle. And then get in touch and we will go from there. As always, you can find me on social media, Instagram, Paul Norton Fitness, or just email me, paul.nortn at gmail.com. It's been an absolute pleasure, and we will chat to you soon. Bye-bye.